What's up, guys, and welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Now, as you know, per usual, we have some tea to get into. But before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally girl everywhere else at this point. Okay? I want to get into this tea because today we're going to be talking about Selena Gomez and her documentary. Now, before we get into that, let me just go ahead and say, because I have to, we have to have the conversation right now, okay? Because the girl's pissing me off. Now, you know, back during when we were actually going to buy CDs physically in the store, back when we were waking up at 8 a.m., 7.30-ish, you know, to watch the Today Show or GMA concert series where artists would premiere new songs and promote their albums the day that it would come out. And, you know, like, back when we lived in a different time where we were stands and fans in real life, yeah, there was never a time where it had crossed my mind to even ponder, um... Who was the better singer? Like, obviously, everybody know, everybody knows who has beast vocals in like, everybody knows everybody's strength, right? Everybody's capacity, right? Everybody's vocal range. Like, it was obviously like everybody just knew. So there really was no discourse amongst people like, Oh, this person can't sing. This person can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. Like, there wasn't any of that. We were just indulged in our favorites. Multiple. Going to buy their CDs physically. Waiting for, you mean, Jonas Brothers having midnight premieres in town. Not town square. Times Square. Like, let's be serious. Right? So it's wild. It's wild, you know, like growing up in that era, like, come on. We had, was it New Classic with Drew Seeley in the Cinderella story? We had Round and Round, Tell Me Something I Don't Know, Kiss and Tell album from Selena Gomez, right? You know, I think it was the second album called Round and Round. I think it was. Then she had Year Without Rain, which come on now. Come on now. That bridge, first of all. No, stop playing with her. I'm so serious. She got bop after bop after bop after bop. And chances are anybody who probably gets on Twitter today and, you know, not being fans or stands in real life or probably on there um, deflecting their trauma and misery on there, debating who sings the best um, and ranking themselves as prestigious or peasants on twitter based on who they stand right so you got beyonce stands over here like well i stand this person right so this person over here shouldn't have a career because this person is the standard of the career right like like uh, of the, this person is the stature of what people in this career need to be and the thing about it is right like and i was just having this conversation in a sense of where you are competing, right? You would want to be the best if you were, what, like, shit, playing chess, debate team, soccer. Like, you know, like, there are situations where you compete 
and you want to be the best in in order to win, you do have to be the best, right? There also is a sense where you just do your best and you do what you love, right? But it takes both. But that doesn't always apply to everything. Like, if I want to be an artist, if I want to go out and paint something, I could paint something whack as hell. But somebody out there may like it and buy it. I can't control that. And then what if people want a billion of these whack ass pictures and now I'm a millionaire? Oh, you don't deserve this because people didn't like the painting that I also thought was probably whack. Like, be serious. (laughs) That does not always apply. You know, like we know, and and let's just be honest. Let's just be honest here. Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift is not Adele and Beyonce. Nor are they trying to be. Well, they can't control who's buying their music or who likes their music. Honestly, if you want to be honest to me, there are you can listen to Taylor Swift songs back when she was debuting in her first album or her second album where she ends off notes and they're kind of flat. But in a way, it's also kind of a style like and people know her for that. Like this is how she started off. And there was never. Oh, table stiff or blah, 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 blah. And all this extra stuff that people are coming up with on social media. And growth from an artist had always been appreciated. Let's just be real. Hello. Selena Gomez is an artist of her own nature all the girl does is make music put it out there whoever streams it and buys it she can't control that and she doesn't necessarily do a whole lot of extra promotion she doesn't even like doing it and the documentary very obviously highlights that There's no substance to any of it. And she doesn't like feeling like a product. Well, you know, the awesome thing about this documentary was the message you got from it. But also, but also the insight to not only, well, Selena's experience, but also an artist in this industry. Because, wow, in seeing how ungentle her friend had been with her, because I don't feel like her friend was gentle with her. And I understand. Look, look, I understand dealing with somebody who is struggling with their mental health is very difficult. Shit, I am also very difficult in that aspect. It is hard. Brains are literally sick, baby. Okay, but there were just some moments that I had wished that she had just been 
more of a friend and less of a business advocate. Because to me, it just felt like she was more of always really pushing her to do these industry things that were draining her essentially and like oh this will be good for you if you do this you do this you do this you do that and she's like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I would like to have a life where I have you know a similar mentality to people who have taken the time or have had maybe some experience in education in the areas that I have not, you know, even especially after she had her trip to Kenya, like she was like, what if this is reality? And her friend was like, this isn't reality. And it's like, it can be for her. It can be. If that is what she wants, she can have that. I wish she had more support, you know, and I know it's good for you to get up, get out, do things, but you're not just asking simply get out, go get some sunlight, you know, we'll do something that's good for you and constructive, you know, we're like, well, let's go to this place that you're probably going to feel uncomfortable for quite a bit, have a shit ton of anxiety. Everyone's going to really be in your face and you're going to have to present yourself a certain way. And then you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do this. Like it's not just simple shit. (laughs) It's not. So it was like, damn, She's really taken on a lot. And I hate that one of the people or like, you know, when she's dealing with industry stuff, the person that's really around her for, you know, the most, it seems like from the documentary was not that supportive. You know, it just it's not that she didn't hear her. Or, you know what I mean? Like, she was a listening ear, but I just feel like her pushback, although I'm sure she probably did have good intentions, I don't think she had any ill will, but her pushback was really just kind of out of touch. I mean, I guess that's the only thing I have to explain it. It's just like she had never been through what Selena was experiencing. She hadn't. So I think she was having a hard time understanding. And I think when people have a hard time understanding mental health, there are a lot of perspectives that are missed. And I think sometimes... When people don't see that perspective, they perceive how you approach things or how you deal with things or how you just are as something in a negative capacity. Like, you know, everything that Selena did from Kenya, London, blah, 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 
she really just wanted a break because she was tired, you know. Her friend offered to go to the party really on her only day off. And she really just, she was complaining because she wanted more time for rest. She had done a lot. She had said yes to things that obviously she knew was going to be a lot. But she did want to do those things. She didn't. She just wanted more rest, you know, because she obviously had things to do. So the last thing she wanted to do was go to some party or something. (laughs) So it was weird to me how she was insinuating that Selena was ungrateful. That's wild to me. Because I think that Selena is probably one of the most grateful people on this earth. I'm sure she's probably had her moments of taking things for granted. Who hasn't? We're human. But you can tell in the time that she gives her fans and, you know, the effort she puts into giving back that. Well, maybe that's the case. That is the case. You know, and just the message of this whole documentary. You know, I think that so many people's lives are going to be saved by having the conversation. Because when she said, you know, to the girl in Kenya, she was like, about the courage of bravery that you have by recognizing like, wow, like I do have this overwhelming feeling, feeling and these thoughts of not wanting to be here. But I also recognize that there is more that I was put here to do. And recognizing that and having that awareness is just, that's so brave. And there's so much courage in getting to that point because not a lot of people make it out of that. Not a lot of people get to that point. And I think that people seeing that is going to change everything. I think that there are like there's just no, y'all there was, there was not a moment where I wasn't feeling something like even talking about it just watching it like I was so captivated she had done this so well and to put all of that in an hour and a half it just gave so much perspective to her experience to just to see also that hey someone in these positions also feel these things and the idea that just you getting money and having these materialistic things is not going to fix that. It's not going to fulfill you at the end of the day. It is going to make things better, obviously, as far as your situations financially and security. And it's going to obviously make the basis of all of that better. But you're still going to have to deal with your mind at the end of the day. It's true. It's true, y'all. Mental health does not discriminate. I promise you. I promise you that. 
So I just, I, I really, really appreciated it, y'all. The get, oh, what is this? My microphone is being dumb right now. Anyway, y'all, this whole documentary, it really put things into perspective as far as why things have been the way that they have. And look, I don't know if anybody noticed this. I don't know. Could be just me. But I noticed that Selena's voice sounds a bit more stuffy than it used to. I don't know why that is or what that is about. But I just noticed that just kind of like when she's talking, it could be allergies. I have no idea. But. I was just curious about that because I just noticed that it would sometimes cause a strain in her voice. And so when she would even get anxious, then it would just disrupt her vocal cords. And you can see it, you know, that's why. Her taking a break from singing her songs, especially during rehearsals, was super, super good. You know, she got to let those feelings go for a second. Think about something else. Don't focus too much on it. You know, we really get to see this, her having raw experiences that was so awesome to me to see in real time her having these emotions because obviously you can hear things you can hear things even about you know the blog saying about her ripping out her IV and all that stuff you can hear that but to see the things like that that you see in headlines it's so different because who the hell hasn't been there before and it makes you just feel for her even more I couldn't imagine and in many ways I can obviously not from the perspective as a famous celebrity hello (laughs) I'll be serious I think that Selena Gomez is a very vital person in this industry. She's like, she's like everything this industry doesn't want you to be. She's everything that the industry would consider a risk. And I would even apply that to Taylor Swift, just to be honest. Because, I mean, look, y'all. We have gotten to a time where people recognize even the best singers. That doesn't mean they make the best music. (laughs) They just don't. They just don't. Right? But 
I think a consistent thing in the music industry for one actually is that if people like it, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I feel like that has been a consistent thing. And a, a big thing that has helped Selena is that people have just genuinely liked her music. You know? In regards to people who the outside world with no context would view as emotionally unstable labels wouldn't want that which is why she has the fear of you know well i don't want to disappoint you and all this stuff because well this is the reality these are things that actually happen with these labels so it's actually it's actually a very scary thing because you can also see that she's very easily triggered by present experiences based on past experiences with Disney. Even with the whole product comment, she didn't want to feel like a product during, you know, the promotion. Her Disney days, that situation was triggering for her and reminded her of those. Disney and Nickelodeon need to be held accountable for what they have done to these people. Lasting impacts. It's wild, actually. And, you know, one thing that Selena, I know she was worried about her Disney image. Like, she was worried about, oh, is what I'm giving on this tour, giving the Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana best of both worlds concert tour DVD. Is that, is that what it's giving? Like, no, like there was never a time where like revival was in a sense, her bangers. It was, it was her own personally curated experience of breaking away from her from her Disney image, essentially. And I think just the insecurities that came prior, I think it had her doubt that. I'm you know what I mean? Like it had her really doubt herself and I hate it seeing, um, you know, like she just she didn't feel comfortable in what she was doing. You know, I mean, the outfits she tried on, like, and now after, you know, all that she's been through, she had a tour now, obviously. I was just talking about this earlier. Obviously. She would wear what she was comfortable in. She would have a stage production that was comfortable for her. You know, I don't think there would be so much pressure that there was then. Revival was her biggest tour. It was. And also the thing about Revival Tour is when I think about Revival Tour, I don't think about it being canceled. I don't think about it being canceled. Tours are insane. Tours are insane. Artists should have about three short legs throughout the year. I don't care. 
Well, if it's a world tour, maybe finish off in, you know, the following year outside the U.S. or whatever. Or maybe switch it up. One one short leg in the U.S., one short leg out, or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, break the tours down because all these shows back-to-back-to-back are a lot for artists. They're still humans. They're not machines. Anyway. I'm beginning to wrap this up because I just wanted to come on here and talk about Selena and the doc a bit. Um, it was absolutely amazing. It was amazing. It was one of the best documentaries I've seen. One of the most raw. Like. The pressures of being in this industry. It's crazy. It really, really is. And the expectations and things like that. You really see it, especially like even going to the MTV Awards and the Billboard Music Awards. Even then, you totally see it. And you do see the people holding their breath going up there. They accept the awards. (laughs) You do. There are some pressure for a lot of them. So. I think that. There's going to be, like, I don't know. I'm just very appreciative because one thing about me, like, you're always going to see me sharing uh, mental health posts, especially on Instagram and, you you know, sharing even on here. Go follow at 5MIN Self Care on Twitter. I say it almost every podcast, if not all of them, because I think mental health education is important, you know? Even in little self-care reminders from Twitter, I think even that can be a small way to begin to implement more self-care into your life. Because we all need that to manage. You know, you have anxiety, not to ask, not going anywhere. You need to manage. Use some self-care. And usually when you get to a 10, you don't feel like doing shit. You really don't. And a lot of times you're not going to be able to think of it. So, okay, let me look at five minutes self-care real quick. Boom. Oh, okay. They say have some tea. Let me go have some tea real quick. Boom. Right? I think that's super, super, super important. And I think that, um, obviously, Selena's very blessed to have her family and her friends around her that have helped her in a lot of ways. Because not everybody has people around to... Well, help them pick up the pieces where they're broken, when the areas that you're struggling, you know, somebody to come take your blood pressure when you can't get out of bed or shit like that. Like, not everybody really has a group of people around them to help with that, you know, but to show her in those moments, that's going to make all the more difference. Just to be real. But that's really all I have to say, y'all. It has been awesome. Just sitting with what's come of that documentary. And it has been awesome getting to know more of Selena's experience and to get a peek into her mind. Love that. And I appreciate that she did that. It has shifted perspective for me. I'm sure it has for a lot of people, especially see those people in Kenya who 
already have these mindsets that I need to focus here before I split my thinking and, you know, distract myself. I need to stay here. I recognize that that is what I will do. And obviously, I'm sure there's temptation, but like still like, damn. Like, I don't know, like maybe I eating that up a bit, bitch. Mm-mm. love that but there was there was a lot to take away from that especially the bill that she wants to promote which oh with me really wanting to teach mental health education in elementary and middle and high schools because we get you know the physicals and like i was talking about earlier we get all sorts of education but nothing about teaching our mind Nothing about learning how to handle our mind. We have to start somewhere and we have to have early intervention. That's really that. So. All right, y'all. Until the next time. I appreciate you. You're iconic. What a great talk. Can't wait to talk again. Until then. Peace.